When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Move your body if it helps you. Helps me. Absolutely. The TK421. Can you hear it, Al? Can you feel it? Can you feel that bass? I like you're looking at me like, what the hell are you talking about? Well, I just got the, you said you heard some kind of ringing in your ear. Yeah. Well, that's just because I'm old and breaking down. Uh, just in the Because you said, oh, <laughs> I just got some ringing in my ear. I, I'm sitting there listening to the open, and all of a sudden my left ear goes, Ooh, that's fun. That that's totally fun. I it's no, super nothing, normal. Nothing to worry about super at all. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Let me ask you guys this, and and this is specific to Father's Day for me, but it could be a birthday, it could be anniversary, it could be anything. If you don't hit it on the day, right? Yesterday was Father's Day, and we were on the road. We were driving around. I was only with one of my kids. The other yeah. one of them was at home. The other one was lives you know in in Oregon. Um, so I, I was only with one of them. Susan was saying, hey, let's redo Father's Day when all the kids are here, which will probably be, I don't know, several weeks away, Mm -hmm. three or four weeks away because Bobby's out of town, right? So so can you have Father's Day on July 14th? (laughs) Can you you celebrate if your birthday is in your November? I'm in November. You have to say, okay, Lady Slee's out of town. We'll do Mm -hmm. my birthday first weekend in December. Does it feel the same to you? I think there's there's a window. So let's use as an example this past weekend. If you guys decided, hey, let's do Father's Day on Saturday mm-hmm. because Sunday, blah, blah, blah is going on, I think you're still okay. But if you all of a sudden have decided, listen, our next available date altogether is August 17th, I, I don't think it's going to work. <laughs> I don't think so either. You know, even birthdays, so like people that celebrate their birthdays and it just goes on forever, if your birthday's on a Tuesday, you got really like a Monday to a Thursday tops. Yeah. In my opinion yeah. of celebrating your birthday. If we're if we're six days later and you're still, you know, waiting for somebody to uh set up a dinner for you and everything, I think we're a little past that window. Now some people disagree with me. They take the whole month. <laughs> I, I like w- if you sorry, if you wanted the weekend, I would say you do in that situation you do the Sunday or the Saturday the weekend before it happens. Yeah. But if it happens afterwards, it's no, but it's I think it has to be within a small window. But I think one Eight, thing that's an exception later, of this people are doing it. is a graduation. Like you can do a graduation party ceremony, I think, like in August. If it's like, okay, this is because it's a little bit different. It's like a huge life event. But Father's Day happens every year. I don't think you can push it off that far. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to get any presents. I don't get everybody to give, go guys, grab me a cold beer out of no the fridge. No presents. No guys. Laker game. Laker on, game on Christmas. Let's just celebrate it in February. There's nothing better. By the way, you have no idea how happy I am that the you Rams got one. play on Christmas. We both got one. Hey, listen, bring the family over, guys. I gotta go. <laughs> There's nothing better. Is that home or on the road? They're here. They play the uh, Broncos. Russell Wilson led Denver Broncos on Christmas Day. So we could. We'll both be working. We could both have a game at the same time again. It could be one of those. I, 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 game time is out. Let me let me. Check. I want to say that it's a, a like a normal one thirty game. I think it's a game in the middle of the day. So Lakers would either play twelve thirty or they play at five. Probably most likely five. They might. They won't get that seven o'clock game. Do we know who they play yet? Is that no. the way that it goes? So uh, I saw one thirty for the Denver Broncos Rams game. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. it's going to be Lakers, Lakers, Lakers schedule. Nothing yet. Get up early. Have a little Christmas. Open yep. some gifts. Uh, have a little Christmas breakfast, and then. Hey guys, I gotta hey, go. get the hell out of here. You want to clean that? Make sure this is all cleaned up by the time I get back. Just uh, you know, leftovers. <laughs> Just put them in the fridge. Put them in a nice foil for me. We'll do Christmas Day the next day. I think that's a good way to do. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it took me this long to tell you guys. So I'm driving in this morning, um, and on the side of the road, clearly something had fallen out of a truck or or mm-hmm. something. There had to have been it was Emily's protector. <laughs> it wasn't that my bumper. Yeah, car. it was several hundred sandwich rolls. Like, like, so they'd fallen out of a 
bread truck or something like the hoagie rolls you get at the grocery store right they come in the little bin you can put oh, them yeah there did were, you double take there did were you stop hundreds this of them awesome. this is awful it was i'm like so many people are not going to have a fresh roll on their sandwich today i was <laughs> devastated I, I for half a second i'm thinking you know i, I it, Couple of those are probably still viable. There are a lot you of things. Probably swing by. Get you a ever, couple of those. You ever drive and you know it's like, oh, there's a love seat in the middle of the freeway. Like <laughs> oh, you get random stuff like that. I've seen ladders, you know, like stuff like that come out. But now we're getting to the the sandwich rolls. That that's it was. I upsetting. would yeah. I was gonna say yeah. I would kind of like you know quick sign of the cross and keep going. <laughs> they look they, they look good too. They look like those kind that were really crunchy on the outside. Sound great. Soft Fluffy. on the inside. It was it was perfect. Man. Junk on the side of the road. This is, I was I guess because the traffic was moving so yep. easily this morning. Um, I'm heading north on five. Okay, and the interchange from five to ten as I get near downtown Mm -hmm. you kind of go down and underneath some other freeways and there's a bunch of trash and stuff on on the left side strategically almost almost you can tell it's where people throw their junk okay by the way do you ever understand that this is oddly specific littering for i don't know the last three or four weeks there has been you know uh kids they get those like cars that they can drive those plastic cars you get at toys r us or whatever and there's like barbie and there's there's you know, yeah. Light McQueen and yeah. all these different types. There's been a smashed up little Barbie car on the left side for three weeks. And it's just, it, it was gone last week. Like, oh, it's gone. And it, the traffic through there is always really super slow. So you get to see everything. Yeah. And it, it was gone. You drive up another 30 feet, a totally different child little toy car, a, a little like black truck yep. is now in that spot. So this is not only where you throw your trash, but where you throw your children's broken up toy truck trash. Why is that the spot? They're drag racing down the street. Throw a mattress out there, too. What the hell is that? But but that's a weird place to throw your kids' toys. That's that's pretty weird. It's like in the middle of an interchange. and Mm. Like sandwich rolls, clearly a tragedy took place. Absolute tragedy. (laughs) It's the best way to put it. A big bag of rolls flew out the back of the bakery truck, and bam, they're all over the freeway. uh, Can you imagine the- Pigeons got to eat, too. <laughs> They're going to eat well. In the bakery that is told what happened. We're down 300 rolls. The supply chain. Uh, well, what happened? Well, we're on the freeway. They flew out of the back. About maybe Tustin Ranch Road on the five in, in Orange County. I'm just saying the free, dirty sandwich rolls if uh, you want to go do it. Okay, so Carson Palmer gave his number to Jordan Addison and said, you you can wear Gotta it. take one for the team. Wear it well. And I get it. I respect it, but it puts him in kind of a tricky spot. Started thinking about this. There are a bunch of guys currently playing in L.A. that are okay. going to get their numbers retired. And some of them are, are pretty obvious. Clayton Kershaw, when the second he's done, nobody's wearing 22 again. Yep. That, that, that thing is done. I know he's got to go to the Hall of Fame and all these mm-hmm. things, but he no one's ever going to wear 22 again. I think Clayton Kershaw, we just had Koufax's uh, statue unveiling over the weekend. That's right. Why did um, it take so long, by the way? Great question. Great question. Stan Koufax is 83, I want to say. He's in his early what's 80s the, for sure. What's the – was this an idea over the last couple of years that came from – like, why, why did that one take so long? I, I can't even – well, if, if I had to be generous to the people that are in charge of making these decisions, okay. the Dodgers renovating the outfield gives them a place to put this stuff. Now, mm. you, the, the flip side could be put it wherever you want. Sure. Just put it somewhere. And you could have put it up 20 years ago. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> before that, before that. That's a better argument. Yeah. I, I, I'm playing devil's ad, but he's got it. Like, for instance, when they put up Shaq, they put up mm-hmm. Kareem, they put up Magic, they put up Jerry West, these guys get to enjoy it. Right, they get to see it. And, and that's and, why I say yeah. it. You want these guys to get that recognition, especially a statue, right? Like that's such a – That's a different level. It's a different type of honor. It is. You know what I mean? It absolutely is. A, and, and Kershaw is going to get that. Yep. I don't know if there's another Dodger that gets their their their, their, their jersey retired right now that's on the team right now. I, I don't even think there's anyone that's even really in the conversation. Let, let, me, let me just throw this out there. Mookie signed how long of a contract? 12, 12 or 13, 13 years. years. Um, I think that's one where let us, you know, let's see where five years from now, let's see seven years from now, but that's one that's got potential. Maybe, maybe. I mean, he, he's, he's a great player, mm-hmm. but there's, there feels like he, he needs to do a lot. That's why I say it's like you have, he has I, such a long contract for so many years 
He'll just have to be one of the best players in Major League Baseball for a number of years. Another no-brainer is Mike Trout. Mm-hmm. My, no, no, my, Trout. My, my, the, the odd thing about the Angels is 27 is already retired. <laughs> And he wears 27. Vlad Guerrero was also 27. So they're going to have two, which is the most Angels thing ever. They're going to have two retired number 27s, which is just peculiar. Because Trout started to wear it until, you know, then they retired Vlad's. We went in the Hall of Fame, all of these. But they're going to have two 27s. Aaron Donald is a no-brainer, right? Somebody's going to retire Aaron Donald's number 99. And if there's a Rams statue to be had, He's the guy, yeah. right? Yeah. Am I missing anybody else on the Rams that you think is is in that category? Sean McVay doesn't wear a jersey, so he doesn't have a... Uh... No, I don't think you're missing anybody. Again, yeah. a, a lot of this has to do with... Now, if they go on this three, four-year tear where they end up winning another Super Bowl and Cooper Cup has another Super Bowl MVP mm-hmm. and... Yeah, you just you just. Need... I'm talking today. They, if they just decide, you know what, peace out. No, I, I'm I, down I, the road. I, I don't think you're. I think that's accurate. Okay, but my argument is maybe a Sean McVay statue, or maybe a Sean McVay statue with an Aaron Donald, like one of those combo things. Because I'm thinking about in Philadelphia, they retired uh, Doug Peterson with Nick Foles. Obviously, that's a different thing. Re- in... You mean a statue? Yeah, sorry. They was they have a statue of Doug Peterson and Nick Boy, Foles. Boy, are they going to regret that in 20 <laughs> years? Huh? But who? What Nick Foles? He was the backup quarterback. Doug Peterson. They ended up firing like two years later. That they, if you're going to do an Eagles, it needs to be. That's not a good example, but you got to have had not just a championship, but a championship plus a long history yeah, I know. I know. of crushing guys. Yeah. Right. That's why it's so tough to try to make that case right now for, like you just said, another Ram. I, listen, I get Sean McVay's been unbelievable. What if he's around for 15 more years as the Rams the, yeah, head coach? That, that, and, you know? and he gets another one or two along yeah, the way. Like it's, just, it's almost – I think the, the automatics that you mentioned are – the LeBron's going to get his jersey retired. No That's question. That's an automatic. No question about right? it. LeBron, LeBron is will automatic. get one. Mike Trout, Aaron Donald, those are your Kershaw. automatics. Clayton Kershaw, automatics. There's, there's, and all of them have different stories. They're they all, they so all do. Different. You know who else – you know who's got an odd amount of automatics? It's going to happen for sure are the Kings. That group of Kings players that won two cups in three years, Dustin Brown is going to have his number retired. Jonathan Quick is going to have his number retired. You can make a very compelling case for Andre Kopitar. You can make a very compelling case for Drew Doughty. They got they could have four guys off of that run that get those jerseys retired. By the way, you cashed it in. They Twice. were there for a long time. Twice. Like and that's what I'm saying. That's That's – that fits the bill of saying, yeah, you should get your jersey retired. Yeah, so I think you're going to get – and then you got one down in Anaheim, too. Ryan Getzlaff's going to get his jersey retired. That, that is absolutely going to happen. And I, as a Ducks fan and seeing him for a year, won the Stanley Cup, was one of the best players in the league for like 12 or 15 years. It's happened. It's been his entire career with one team. He's getting his retired, too. We missing anybody? I'm curious. if we Give us a shout. 877-710-ESPN. 877-710-3776. Because I'm sure – AD, not right now, but who else is on the trajectory? You mentioned Mookie. There could be some more out there. 877-710-ESPN. And you got some young guns that you're asking yourself, you know, what's Justin Herbert going to be in 10 years? Good. Do the Chargers I, have anybody? I Gosh, that's how pathetic that is. I didn't, I didn't even think of them when they were going through the list. But that that's literally what you have to do. You have to ask yourself, Joey Bosa, okay, down the road, right? You, you just – that's the only way you could really describe a lot of these guys, a lot of these players. Like the AD one that you just mentioned, Anthony Davis, if he's on the Lakers for another seven years and at some point is, and I know I'm just talking out of my you-know-what, hey, no, AD is one of the best players in the league. That's it. There's no questions at. Like it's going to take so much more to get. Powell's going to get his jersey retired. Powell's, yeah. That is, I was on this team for X amount of years. We won two championships. We went to the finals three times. The resume was there, right? So, like, it's not like this was a, hey, one year they won, and then that's it. That was the only production. All right, we'll do that. Plus, Kyrie Irving uh, may or may not be on the move from Brooklyn. And, Slee, it's hilarious to me that the Lakers are on the list. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. 
Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. So I was wrong about something. Um, Apparently 27 not retired for Vladimir Guerrero, according to uh, BaseballReference.com, at least. I thought when he went in the Hall of Fame, it went with him, but... uh, that makes they it should, a little they, less they should, complicated. They, they should hang it twice, nonetheless. Put it up there for – it should be like V27 and M27. So they have two different people there to, uh, to to differentiate. How? By the way, how do you let somebody else wear it after Guerrero? It seems weird. It's like Fernando. For Nobody's really worn 34 since Fernando, even though it's not officially retired, unofficially retired. What do they call it? What do they have there at Dodger Stadium for um, – so they don't have Fernando retired, but what is it? It's like the – unofficially retired mm-hmm. right nobody's worn it since then but uh it's not hanging on the outfield wall yeah, with yeah. duke snyder and jackie robinson yep. and tommy lasorda and those guys yeah it's a weird deal 27 put it up there twice we'll put 54 up you know just <laughs> and with like a with like a one of those what's that the dividing sign between it what's that thing called with the line with the two dots and it probably has a real name i don't know what it's called the line with the two like dots? Like in, in eighth grade math, when you, you know, eight divided by four, the little mm. thing in the middle, the line and the two dots. The division, division symbol. The, is it just called the yeah, division, division symbol? Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's too easy. That doesn't, that, that's, <laughs> uh, that kind of doesn't. So we got a couple of other suggestions on this along the way. Okay. So people are saying, we got to do Philip Rivers. You got to do Antonio Gates. You got to do Kurt Warner. You got to do Marshall Falk. That's the St. Louis Rams and that's the San Diego Chargers, yeah. right? Like, I, yes, they will go up and they will hang in their respective buildings, but I think you understood. We we're just kind of talking about the LA guys, right? Talking about the LA guys and we're talking about current. Yeah. We're talking about guys that are playing right now. So, will Phillip Rivers eventually have his jersey retired? Yeah, right? In San Diego, at San Diego State's new stadium, maybe. Is Dan Fouts' number retired? I'm assuming it is. I think it is, yeah. Okay, if yeah, Dan Fouts, then Philip yeah, Rivers be. has to be, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because Dan no, Fouts, both great quarterbacks, just didn't go to the Super Bowl. And he Win was around for so long. They did have successful seasons, so. Let's try another one. Let's go to Fullerton. And Chris, Chris, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up, Chris? Hey, what's up, Travis? What's up, Siwa? Hey. This is Chris. I've been listening to you guys for a while now. Thank you, Chris. Um, this is the first time I've got through, and I just wanted to opinion. I don't know what's your opinion, Travis, about I don't know if Fernando's statue is up there already, but I, my opinion, I would like for his statue to come up before any other picture. Yeah, Chris, I, I have said this on this show and in other places many, many times. I do not know why it hasn't already. It absolutely – Fernando Valenzuela was the most important Dodger for about a 10-year window. That what he brought yeah, to the yeah exactly right Fernando Mania back in 1981 I was a kid I was 10 years old and there was nothing like it he was such a big deal was such a good player for a really long time now maybe not a Hall of Fame player but so important to the city and the fact that he's you know Mexican and the fact that the city has so many Mexican Americans in it you, you have to have a Fernando tribute for sure for sure yeah thank you i mean that's what i just wanted to pin you and called in for that yeah appreciate it chris i, mean, I, I don't I think i've talked about it Slee. like how it's have, not there it's just it's like wait come for no fernando love come there on. was a year ago um he was asked about this and, and and at least unofficially right nobody's wearing his number he said to me it would be nice but right now i don't see anything i don't see anyone wearing that number so there is kind of this. I mean, listen for him. But it's different, it right? It is different. It's totally different. It's it's him trying to say the right thing, but you got it. You can't tell me that he's thinking about his days and what what Los Angeles was at that time and saying, "Damn, I had an incredible impact in an era of Dodgers yes. baseball." That should get more recognized. And it wasn't just the impact on the field. It was the impact in the community. Yeah. It was the impact in, in Major League Baseball. Fernando Valenzuela was one of the biggest athlete, uh, sports stars in the country in the, early, in the early 80s. Because baseball was still arguably the most popular sport in the country. Football was coming fast at that point. But he wasn't just popular here. He was popular everywhere. And... and the idea of having, you know, you got Tommy Lasorda, you got Don Sutton, you got Don Drysdale, you've got Sandy Kovacs, all of these guys. It's one thing to say, well, no one else is wearing it. It's another thing to see it hanging out there. It's it's a totally they have, different. This deal. is what I was trying to say. They have this players named as part of the legends of Dodgers baseball. Mm-hmm. He's one of those. Again, of course, he is. Again, it's not the same thing. It's not so because when you think there's the 
Brooklyn Dodgers, that era. You're talking Duke Snyder and those guys. Then there's the early L.A. Dodgers, which is Don Drysdale and and Sandy Koufax and that group of guys. Then you go into the 70s, and it's Russell Lopes, Say Garvey, that group of guys. The 80s is Fernando Hershiser and Gibson, that group of guys. And now we're in the Kershaw era. Yeah, like, yeah. And you define it by a very small group of people. Those guys well, should be This is a funny thing. Who's going to argue it? I'm just saying, like, what, who, what's that doing here? Yeah, who, who's going to sit there and, you know, anybody that's a big Dodger fan and um, as like Manuel Manuel called earlier and he's like, hey, I've been following the Dodgers since 1980. Whatever. Mm-hmm. We always have people, Laker callers calling, I've been following the franchise for 40 years. Yep. Tell me who's going to argue Fernando. Is Nobody. anybody going to pick up the phone and Nobody. say this is BS? Why is this happening? Nobody Maybe they're is. just trying to figure out the right way to do it. But, that, I, I but doesn't, that, doesn't that tell the story? Because if I said – if I said, hey, here's a Laker player, and this is his accolades, should he have his jersey retired? Can't you just tell by the reaction of people whether the answer one way or the other? Who would line up on the opposite side for Fernando? I, I, you're, and I love that the Dodgers are incredibly strict about who we're doing this for. That this is not, and I'm throw some shade here for a second. Yeah, this isn't the Arizona Diamondbacks who've no. been here for four minutes. Yeah, right. That this is the Los Angeles Dodgers who've been in L.A. since the late 1950s, who predate their time in Brooklyn for a long time. That you have to not just be a good player. Yeah, you have to be a legend. And the the kind of the unwritten rule is you got to be in the Hall of Fame. There's an exception with Jim Gilliam, um, but Fernando is another exception that has to be made. Because he was the best pitcher in baseball for about a five- or six-year window. He won a World Series with the Dodgers. He was a force of nature as far as personality goes. And his heritage in this city, with the heritage of this city, yeah. is undeniable. Yeah. yeah there's, I, it's, Can we it's, start a petition? How do we do this? I'm ready to do it right now. You know what's funny is this isn't the first time we've talked about this. And this just kind of came out of nowhere. We were talking about retired jerseys and, you know, this – goes back to the Carson Palmer giving yeah. his jersey to Jordan Addison of SC. But this has come up a couple times where it's just like a natural conversation, and then it just, like, bothers you. And it then a bothers caller, me a great deal. And then a caller calls in and says, yeah, yeah well, why, why is it? And then somebody hits us on Twitter and will say, yeah, this is BS. If you get that much where it's just all on one side, you can find a way to um, accommodate, I think is the right word. Let's try another phone call. Burbank and Joe. Joe, you're on Travis Slee. What's up, Joe? Hey, guys, how you doing? All right. Good, man. What's going on? Can you hear me, guys? Loud and clear. I'm not sure if you guys can hear me, man. Yeah, loud and clear. Well, listen, Go ahead, Joe. Uh, uh, okay, great. Uh, I'm fe- I'm almost 50 years old. We can old, hear you, Joe. Go ahead. Weekend, so baseball runs through my blood. And yes. when Fernando Venezuela was pitching for the Dodgers, it was at a time where baseball needed someone like him, especially in the Latino community. Man, he his blood is you know, Dodger blue. I think we should start a petition. I think his uh, statue should be up in that stadium because he is loved by not only Latinos, Mexican, Puerto Ricans, no matter where you're from, he's loved by everybody in LA, wherever that guy goes, people just surround him. They want his autograph. They just want to be by him. And then he, he announces the baseball in Spanish for the Dodgers, doesn't he? Yes, he does. So yeah, I, I'm I'm one that's for a petition. I would love the Dodgers to do that for him. He deserves it. He was part of an era. He was part of a squad that was unbelievable. Were Hershiser, Sosha, all those guys. It, it was a it was a great time to be a baseball fan and a lover of baseball. And I was especially a pitcher, so I looked up to that man with with everything because he was just that that great of a person yeah you you bring up a good point joe and and i wanted to kind of piggyback on it al is he talked about you know he's not only loved by mexicans or you know latinos and puerto ricans and 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 the people that he mentioned everybody in this city was a fernando fan Mm -hmm. whether you were a spanish-speaking person or not it didn't matter if you were a dodger fan you were all in on this guy Mm -hmm. and then if you were a baseball even if you were a cubs fan or a braves fan or a yankee fan Fernando was one of those guys that nobody disliked Fernando. Nobody was rooting against. Maybe if you're he's playing pitching against your team that day, but watching him curl his eyes up into his head, throw that screwball, and just wipe guys out. Who didn't love that? 
Do you remember, this is just the ba- best way that I can describe it, mid-90s, he comes down to San Diego, plays for the Padres. Yeah. And he was so popular <laughs> in San Diego. Yeah. And this is just a couple years that he was there. It's not like there's this history. By that point, he's already 13, 14 years into his career, whatever it was. But just coming down to San Diego for a couple of years, San Diegans felt a connection with him, right? And like you just said, there's a huge Hispanic sure. base here, as there is in San Diego. Sure. So there's this just unbelievable amount of respect for him. But that shows you a window of coming to play for a squad for just a couple of years. And I was like, he's here. It, he's, <laughs> he's like, you, you said it the best. Who says no? Yeah, who says no? <laughs> who says? And I, I can't By come the up way, with anybody. If, if, if a lot of decisions were made based off of the common sense part of it. When I say who says no, I'm talking about, think about if, if you and I are having an argument about something. Not even an argument. We're asking each other, is this a good idea or not? And everyone unanimously is like, yeah, that's a good idea. Then why would we go against that idea? Let's get it done. Let's get it done. I can already see it. Hands over his head, eyes looking up at the sky. There you just go. a little release with the screwball. Absolutely. Let's do it. All right. Kyrie may or may not go back to Brooklyn. He's tweeting pictures of wire characters. Yes. And, well... He's being Kyrie. He might come to L.A., maybe with the, Do- or the Dodgers. I don't think he'd be very good with the Dodgers. Maybe with the Lakers, maybe with the Clips. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. A lot of Jim Beam going to be consumed on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. A little bur- you've been looking forward to your bourbon for yeah. since this thing was announced way back in November. You've been looking for your uh, bourbon moments. Kick back with our people. That's awesome. Yeah. No, I, I, I'm all in. I can't wait. I, I so get a little behind the scenes here um, talking with somebody, and I would like him to come to the S- the SBs, the, um, the Mandy's. Yep. And he's like, well, I don't know if I have a ticket right now. I said, hold on, let me see if I, what I can do. And so I, uh, I texted one of our Travis Lee All-Stars. I'm like, do you guys really have an extra ticket? Yeah. Immediately go back, Bobby. Well, yeah, we, we already, everybody already knows. <laughs> he just, but no. So I, the I, answer I, is I am not to your friend yeah. that is looking for an extra ticket, you better be looking somewhere else well, because Bobby already has. <laughs> let me be very clear. Table Ticket number 11 at that table because... <laughs> Uh, Taylor's also going to be at let that Let me table. be very clear. He was not saying, hey, Trav, hook me up. I said to him, hey, I, I know you had mentioned it at some point. I'd really like to have you there if you'd like to come. I, let me see if I can. That's how it went. And then they tried to give it to Bobby. So, Bob, sorry, bud. Not happening for you. But Bobby will got be the other part. I know people. <laughs> I know you do. That's what worries me. Like, I'm just, he's going to show up in your car. It's gonna, you're going to be driving. Yep. Lady Slee's going to be riding shotgun. Yep. And then the back door is going to swing open and it's going to be gonna Bob. Be, we're going to have to pick him up at the Burbank Airport. We already got it all, <laughs> all planned. I don't like that plan at all. ESPN Radio <laughs> is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Like sometimes I'm, like I can kind of tease and have a good time. Like I, I need you to look at my face. I don't like that idea at all. I need, you, I need you to understand that I'm not doing a bit here. I'm, I'm telling you, I don't like Bobby, this. Bobby, <laughs> my guy. He'll, be, he'll be, get you another bourbon sleeve. Like, we, we, I was driving to the airport that afternoon. He's like, I really like Al. He's cool. I'm like, he's not that great. He's, he's fine. I mean, it's, he's overrated. He's the guy I'm with right now. You he's never overrated. know what's going to happen. I, I, I'm good for about 18 months, and then they and then move me done. on to the other guy. So, you know, we have don't... six months left, guys. <laughs> this is it. You never know. You never know. Why dig down? Kyrie Irving is one of those guys that's a great player, Al. 
nobody has ever said anything other than, dude's awesome, except for it's usually followed with, but man, does he seem to be one of those guys He's people a lot are happy, of stuff. happy to see leave the building, stuff. right? <laughs> That's one of those things. Like there, this is a. Now, I'm not going to use that analogy. That could get me in trouble. He's one of those people that everybody is very excited to have arrive, but more excited to see leave. You could go to Cleveland. You could go to Boston. And it feels like we're getting closer with that in Brooklyn. Yeah, this, one's, uh, this one was a story this morning. Sham Sharani of The Athletic put out that there could be three teams interested in Kyrie if – they don't figure something out. So the deadline, June 29th, is for Kyrie Irving to pick up his player option. Um, personally, for me, I think this happens a lot where there's usually some hype. Hey, is he going to go somewhere? And then he probably ends up back with the Brooklyn Nets. And Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are going to go try to make some damage next year. By the way, what an unbelievable Vegas, trifecta of personalities right there. Yeah. I mean, I mean KD, that, that is KD crazy. is at least the one that you know. No, no, KD will show is, up and do what he does. KD's both. KD is an unbelievable player, one of the great players yeah. of his generation. But KD's he's got an interesting personality. Yeah, he's, he does. He's firing back guys on Twitter. Mm -hmm. I, it, to his credit, it doesn't affect his game at all. Mm -hmm. He is a stone cold NBA megastar. Kyrie and Ben Simmons are talented. Kyrie's just bonkers talented. Mm -hmm. But their play is far less than their reputations. Yeah, Ben Simmons is. He didn't like basketball. Been afraid to play. I don't. For I don't a care year. what anybody. You you can't be Ben Simmons, and be in the league for as long as he's been, yeah. and not improve at all, mm -hmm. and then opt out a bunch of times and tell me I love playing basketball. No, you don't. So I, I'm a, and I know some people when this was all going down, I like his game. I do. I I don't think you have to be this. Uh, don't get me wrong. Does he have to have a better offense game? He does. Problem is, he, I, I'm with you that he's not. He's scared to show up to work. Doesn't want to, you know. Doesn't want to play. Even when he got traded from Philly, you know, in Brooklyn, and maybe listen the injury and everything else, but he didn't play all year. And I, I don't. He's injured. You know, he hadn't played all season. So right. what, what was the injury? But I, I think the <laughs> I think the three of these guys. Um, so anyway, to answer that question, the Kyrie piece of this is simple to me. Do I think he resigns with the Brooklyn Nets? I personally I do. do. Too. But there's enough conversation out there about other teams looking to potentially get into the running if Kyrie's available. This is why I never really truly believe this stuff about Russ. You know what they say about, well, Darvin Ham during his presser and before it, it was, well, Lakers aren't going to give up draft compensation. They wouldn't? Okay. That's interesting because they've given up everything else to go try to chase a championship. They're going to stop at their 2027 first-round pick, but put that to the side. Darvin Ham talking about how the Lakers would use him, how he's got to be this type of player, everything else. Put the Lakers for uh, uh, to the side for a quick second. There were three teams that were mentioned. The Lakers and the Knicks are are expected to be among the interested suitors if Irving held, goes ends up going somewhere else. Yep. Let me ask you this question. I think you and I would both agree. If I told you right now, you get Russ or Kyrie, which one do you think is a better fit for the Lakers, Russ or Kyrie Irving, what would you say? I don't think it's even close. It's not close. It's, it's not. It's Kyrie by a million miles. No question about it. Yeah. Right? Like, skill set, able to play on the ball, off There's the ball, no can go really, get a bucket anytime. They're really good together. Okay. Really good. Okay. So, I think you and I both agree with that. So if the Lakers found a way to you know make something like that happen, I don't know if Kyrie's going to play 30 games or he's going to play 10 games or he's going to play 75 games. I have no idea. But I think you and I both agree that that's much better fit. What if you're the Clippers and you got, you know, this is two years in a row. They get to the Western Conference Finals without Kawhi Leonard in that playoff run. Mm -hmm. Remember, he wasn't there against the end of Utah and then for the Phoenix Sun series. And then last year, Kyrie doesn't or um, Kawhi doesn't play at all. PG misses a ton of games, and they're still a good team. Now, you know, there's the Ty Lue portion of that as well. That's right. Ty Lue and Kyrie seem right. to work pretty well together. That of all the coaches that he's interacted with over his career, the one that seemed to be the most beneficial relationship for both of them was Lue. So, and, it's interesting. Well, and, and here's the other interesting part, because – one of the things you've always said was why you didn't want Russ. Go build a team. Don't just get talent. Mm -hmm. 
Clippers fall more into this category than the Lakers because the Clippers have talent. Aside from Kawhi and PG, Norman Powell is a good basketball player. Reggie Jackson is a good basketball player. Uh, Marcus Morris, good basketball player. Terrence Mann. They, yeah, they got guys. They got a bunch of guys that sure. are good players. The Clippers are the one where I think if you're Brooklyn and you're saying, if I can get a couple pieces and go build an actual team, because Kyrie, I don't know how often he's going to be here. I, it's the Clippers one that throws me off. Would the Clippers want to go make a deal for Kyrie? I think the Clippers are in a, a, a situation that's almost entirely unique to them. Right, because, like you said, about George and about Leonard, they're, they're in a weird spot where Kawhi, you know, we presume he's going to be back and ready to go. I think it's a safe assumption. But with Kawhi, you're always kind of never exactly sure what's coming up next. Paul George is a really good player who was really good two years ago in the postseason, but with Kawhi, was not he was much better by himself than he was with those other guys. They're kind of close but not really close i don't think anybody thought that they were a threat to win an nba championship this year the way they were constructed without Kawhi being there and and paul george understandably they're kind of in a weird spot where they're kind of in a bleep but let's just see what happens if we throw all of these things together if it doesn't work we can move him to the next guy because there's always somebody that thinks ah we can figure this out Mm -hmm. so that's that that may be one of those let's just try and see what we could get done what would it look like now all three of those guys are better with the ball than without so Mm -hmm. that's a weird deal would you rather have if you're the clippers Kawhi, pg and a lot of really good role players Mm -hmm. and trap when i say a lot of good really good role players they had a good season last year they were why were they in the playing term and the lakers weren't and then just to add insult to injury and don't get me wrong clippers screwed up opportunities they lost that game to minnesota and then Paul George gets health and safety protocols, can't play in the final yeah. the playing tournament game, right? So that that's how their season ended. But they got a good squad. They got a good team. Do you think they're better off to get rid of those role players that you have and get Kyrie Irving or um, keep your role players? I kind of feel like if they just play it back to what they had and be healthy, they're better off than with Kyrie Irving there. I think there are only two teams that it makes sense to take a flyer on Kyrie Irving. There's, there's really only two, and it's the Lakers and the Clippers. The Lakers because you know it's going to work with LeBron. There is no, well, maybe. No, it works. And We've you seen know it, what Russ is. Yep. And you, I think yep. that, to me, is more to do with anything else. That, I know what for Russ sure. is. For sure. You know, And you know that that doesn't work. So this doesn't work. This does. Makes a lot of sense. The other team that I think it makes some sense is because of Ty Lue. That, that, that Ty Lue is the coach. Kyrie, I think, has his respect and vice versa. I think mm-hmm. that there's an understanding because part of this is piece is interesting. That, that Kyrie comes into these places and it just feels like I'm not a part of what you guys are doing. I'm a part of – you need to get on board with what I'm yeah, doing. You're an idiot. Right. And you, you don't understand my brilliance. Therefore, I'm just going to shut you out. I clock in once every two weeks. It's, it's such a weird dynamic, and I don't know if that would be the dynamic with the Clippers. It feels far more manageable than that. And the Laker thing – I don't think it would be a great idea, but I think it's a better idea than what they're about to oh, roll out I, there. Yeah, I, I would do that in yeah. a heartbeat. It'd be fun. I would he's, do that in a heartbeat. Plays, how about him play half the games, AD plays half the game, and LeBron just plays them all? How's that sound? <laughs> Sounds like a winning combination. Sounds like last right? season. The Dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. All right, Slee, let's start right here. The uh, Warriors are having their championship parade up in the Bay Area right now. And let's just say that I don't know if anybody on earth enjoys a championship parade more than Mr. Draymond Green. He seems to really be enjoying himself today. So, and I think Clay's having a good time, too. He's taking down some. Is that Hennessy? Like a full bottle doing his thing? (laughs) Um, There was uh, the Draymond piece of this. The last couple of days, this guy on Twitter was just going after everybody. He sent this out yesterday. Did you see this tweet? Which one? He said, getting ready for Game 7 tonight. Locked in. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> That's great. That is a scheduled tweet. Baller. That baller. is so okay? great. Going after uh, John Morant. Him and they're both kind of mouthing each other. Yeah. Which, by the way, I like that from John oh, Morant, too. Oh, for sure. Too. Yeah, it's great. He's a young gun in the league. That I get it. I understand it. But I'm not backing down from any of you these guys. You know I like it with those two guys in particular? Neither one of them are doing it just to, so people will talk. They're doing it because they're feeling it. They're it, feeling it's real. it. Yeah, it's great. So, Draymond, I, I think this is the one thing for me, too. 
we were just talking about this in the break. The dude runs his mouth a lot. He runs his mouth Green? a lot. Draymond oh, yeah, Green. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you know what's so – when you back something up, when you're confident enough in yourself is I'm going to run my mouth, not only am I going to run my mouth, but we're going to end up winning and you're going to have to eat this you-know-what. And he's basically done that the last 24 hours. Every time I look on Twitter right now, every clip is, a, uh, is of Draymond. This has been an amazing year. I told y'all don't let us win a f-ing championship. And clearly nobody could stop it. Um, I warned y'all. I just want to say thank you all. And as always, f- everybody else. I love y'all. <laughs> okay, so that's him, right? He's just he's just perfectly on brand all the time. And I, he's I terrific. I don't know if he dropped his latest podcast yet. <laughs> you know he's doing them all right after the games? Yeah. I don't think he has done it yet. But he keeps saying, oh, I can't wait for this. He's going to go after everybody. So, like, this is this environment when he's just one-on-one with a mic in front of him. I think he's just going to have a hit list. This is one of these, and this is why Clay is incredibly likable. This is why Steph is incredibly likable. And this is why a team can go win four championships in, mm. what would that be, ten years, eight, eight years? Eight years. They went to the finals six, six times. times. Okay. And won four. Won four. And usually when a team starts to just clip, think of the Patriots, right? Think yeah. of the Miami Heat. Think yeah. of these other teams that have just start to – just run Showtime the way that they are. The Yankees. There's a, the Yankees are a really good example. There's a group of people like anybody but those guys. I hate those guys. And even Derek Jeter, who's, you know, whatever. Derek Jeter's a pretty benign personality. It's like, no, no, not Jeter. He's, he's got enough already. No more for Jeter. Seems like everybody likes these guys be, for more reason than anything else. They're themselves. Draymond Green's not pretending to be no, a tough not. guy yeah. and say crazy things. Draymond Green is a tough guy who says crazy things. Maybe I was the only one that wanted both teams to lose, and that was impossible. <laughs> Clay Thompson is maybe no, the, most the most popular player in sure. the NBA. Yeah. Everybody loves Clay, mm-hmm. right? Steph, other than one of my buddies, I think doesn't have a single naysayer in the world. Everybody no. likes Steph. And Steph is the, you know, this is really weird. I don't know how it happens, but this is how it's been with Steph. I got family members that know nothing about basketball. It's like, I want to see Steph win. Oh, do yep. you? Interesting. Like you grind it through a schedule and watch it. No, they don't care. They just like Steph Curry. I actually watched the NBA Finals on Thursday night, not to, uh, you know. Oh, that's right. It's before. (laughs) It was before before Friday. Um, So I'm watching it. They win, and they're interviewing Steph and all of these things. And and my wife comes in. She goes, oh, the Warriors won? And she said, yeah. And she sees Steph. And was he the MVP? I said, he was. And she says, is this his first? And I said, first MVP? She goes, no, first championship. And I said, no, it's actually his fourth. And she goes, they've won it four times? Like, why do I feel like I'm always rooting for them? I never root for people that win a bunch of things in a row. And it was a perfect example of they That's just, actually a great they're, example. They're a really yeah. likable group of people. Speaking of likable, what's the opposite? I guess, well, how about this? Ben Simmons played his last game with the 76ers on this day in 2021. Uh, okay. Game seven in the Eastern Conference Finals. Of course, we all remember this. Tapping his way in. Yeah, you got to probably shoot that. goes to the basket. Boy, Simmons, uncontested, had a layup, but he leaves it for Thibault, who makes something out of it and is headed to the line. Well, but that's when you know that the game is in your head. That's a dunk for Ben Simmons right there. You got it, and I know you got it to Thibault. You got the free throws, but Ben Simmons, you got to shoot that shot. Be confident that if you do get fouled, that you can make the free throw with an and one. So let's put injuries aside for a sec. Who is that, by the way? Is that Greg Anthony? I, I, I don't know I who that is. I can't tell exactly who it is okay. from the sound of the voices. Because but... it was so spot on what he said. Yes. And that doesn't usually happen. You're, it's in the kind of in the moment. Yes. When he said, that's when you know the game is in your head. That's probably the best description I've ever heard of when talking about Ben When Simmons. you hear the play-by-play guy say, oh, my gosh, he was right there and he didn't shoot it. Mm-hmm. They, those are not, like, to your point, you don't hear those sorts of things very often. And I want to put players that have been injured in a separate category. Okay, I don't know if I've ever seen a player's career turn on a play. The only other one was that Nick Anderson missed those free throws for the Magic. That's right. Where he was missed both free throws. He was a really mm-hmm. good player, mm-hmm. and then after that was a very different player from that point forward. But Ben Simmons' career just went off the rails at this that is point. a bad example, but one of the things I remember Chris Weber for most is the timeout. 
Sure, right? In Michigan. But he went on and had a really nice NBA He had a really career. nice career, but I remember him for the timeout. That's what I remember him for. Even today, if you look in all the success that he had in the NBA, you remember Chris Webber with the timeout. I, I think for Ben Simmons, the thing that kind of sticks out to me more than anything else, he hasn't played a game since then, right? So it's like he has Weird. not got a chance Weird. to say, all right, I took that. I've learned from it. I'm growing from it. Remember there was a... I forget what the highlight was. Remember one time with the Sixers, he took a three, and the crowd went crazy just because he took, took a it. three. Yeah. I, mean, I don't know how else to describe it. That's like it's it's. He is one of those players. I think until he goes back on the floor, this is what you're going to remember him as. It's and a, he's still so young, so he's got so much to do. But he yes, hasn't played a game since then. Yes and no. He does have time, and there's a lot more. To, but th- this is one of those defining moments yeah, where weird. you really are going to have a hard time shaking that. The summer blockbuster was basically invented today in 1975. Jaws came out on this day in 1975, and that's when studios started to put their big movie in the summer yeah. to open up the summer blockbuster. A little bit before your time. I think I've told this no, story Jaws before. Jaws is a big one, yeah. My mm-hmm. uncle, who is, uh, I don't know, maybe 10 years older than I am. So in 1970, when did it come out? 1975? Five, 1975. I was four years old. Took me to see Jaws <laughs> when he was like 14 or whatever it was. And to this day, I'm still deeply uncomfortable when I go in the ocean. It messed me up in that moment. That's not, I don't know if that's a cool uncle or if that's a really jacked up uncle. I'm going to lean more towards jacked up. I, 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 don't, I don't know if he Jaws at age four? <laughs> yeah, what could go wrong? I wouldn't wrong? sleep till I was nine. I didn't like, we, we, I was living in uh, Phoenix at the time. I didn't like going into my pool. I thought that somehow, some way that of course Jaws was going to make its way into my swimming pool at that point. Of course you did. <laughs> you were four. <laughs> a couple of other movies came out this day. 1986, Karate Kid Part 2. Put it on the list of sequels that are catastrophically terrible. It's not quite Caddyshack 2. Why does he go level? after Karate Kid all Excuse the time? Me? Why is he what? always going after Karate Kid? Awful. For the right. Oh, my awful. God. He hates not- Karate Kid. <laughs> What a, wait, was was there the, okay. was that old old uh, Asian guy's name? Sato. 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 You got the drums. It's the best. Oh, the drum gosh. with the back and forth. What is wrong with you? The, I like shed a movies. tear. The, can I just take you guys back to a moment? You do know the the climax, the climatic scene, right? They're in that little theater or whatever it yes. is, and they're fighting, fighting to the death, yep. right? And the bad guy, I forget his name. Don't is, do the, is, with the nose, is that what you're going to get to? The movie ends by Daniel honking his nose. <laughs> well, but it's a callback. <laughs> it's a callback. I, I understand. <laughs> Maybe we do that a little earlier at some point. No, you can't have he, that Miyagi, with the nose honk. Miyagi did that to Crease after the original tournament. <laughs> That's right. In the parking lot. After he breaks the window. Remember when they Miyagi slowly. Doesn't Miyagi get some action in Karate Kid 2? He well, meets he, up with an old girlfriend. They, yes. See, that's re- Remember when they love start with the drums? I mean, how is that not played before yeah. every Lakers game? What is wrong with you? <laughs> you want to like get the movies, crowd high Highly underrated, Karate Kid too. Now, <laughs> highly Karate, underrated, Karate Kid Three. When Hillary <laughs> Swank comes aboard, no, that's, no, that no, that's, that's Terry Silver. Nar- Terry Silver is Karate Kid Three. Karate Kid. Karate Kid Three is when, for whatever reason, Terry Silver is a rich guy decides that his life's goal is to ruin a 15-year-old's karate career yes. and brings in Matthew Lawrence, bad boy of karate, it's very, and gets uh, LaRusso's bloody knuckles. Terry Silver's got some big tech bro energy, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> prior to there being tech bros. Like, yeah, he was the original tech bro. <laughs> that's Andy, that's John. It's time for Super Crosstalk. ESPN AM 710 Los Angeles. KRDC AM 1110 Pasadena, Los Angeles. K256. It's the greatest segment in L.A. sports radio history. Radio history. Oh, my God. When the shows come together for magic on the radio. It belongs to Girl Stronger. Super Crosstalk. Are we ready for Mason and Ireland to join Travis and Sleep? Super Crosstalk begins. It's time for Super Crosstalk. So good uncle or bad uncle that he took me to Jaws at four years the old. The drums are on. All right, true strike. As I was a beach kid, the I drums with, are on. <laughs> I went. I went with like ten of my friends to see Jaws. We all made a deal that we had to swim out to the buoys in the ocean the next day because if we didn't, we thought we'd all be too scared to ever go in the Damn. ocean again. Right. So we said ten a.m. tomorrow morning. We're all meeting. We're all going out there, or else we're going to be scared forever. I was like, Did you, you go? Oh yeah. 
And and because uh, we went to we went in the in the water. So you had to be year. what like ten years old, give or take. What year was that? Nineteen seventy-five. I was twelve. Twelve. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and and yeah. So we just said, forget this. We're going in the ocean. I was like looking in the toilet after I saw that movie. Okay, you worried about much, a shark coming out? You don't know how much times have changed. Jaws, nineteen seventy-five, rated PG. <laughs> PG for Jaws. Oh There's a scene gosh. where the dead guy's in the boat. There's another scene where the leg just floats out of the picture. Yeah, that's not PG Naked lady. <laughs> there, oh, yeah, yeah, the skinny dipper okay. at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, random observation here is I'm watching the Warriors parade. The 2020 Lakers never got a parade. No. No. That's mm-hmm. kind of a, I mean, that's Nor, a nor ba- did the Dodgers. That's a bad deal. Yeah, I yeah. Know. You know, it's like literally that one two-year window. If you want a title, you got nothing. Wait, Bucks got one last year, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. No, the Dodgers and Lakers and whoever won the Stanley Cup that year, I'm assuming, didn't get one either. Right, but, Tampa uh, maybe. Yeah, yeah. The, well, the I was su- in Florida, so maybe they. Got <laughs> yeah, maybe they were able to do that there. <laughs> I was going to. It's funny you bring that up, John. I was going to ask you: Have you not just attended as the voice of the Lakers, but have you ever like been on the? Floats? Have you ever done oh, that yeah. as a like, member matter of that? Matter of fact, the last time Mason and I were doing the show from here, but we had to go down to the Coliseum one of the years. The I think it was 2010, the uh-huh. second year the Lakers won it. And I realized, oh, my, I can't get my car and drive down to the Coliseum. Every mm. road is blocked, <laughs> and it's like 15 deep. And I knew one of the, the Lakers security guards who traveled with us during the season were all stationed on a different bus. And so I said to one of the Lakers security guys, hey – can I hitch a ride on your bus or I'm not going to make it to the Coliseum? He goes, yeah, yeah, come on. So I just stood up there like Michael is on. Michael's coming on with us at 1 o'clock. Nice. He is, or at uh, 2 o'clock, sorry. He's on the boat, the the bus with Clay right now. Oh, Yeah, so he he thinks he's going to be done by 2, but we're going to talk to him uh, as as soon as he comes down. But I I just feel... uh, I feel the Lakers got a little short change there yeah, they watching did. this. The no, they definitely they, did. You couldn't even run it back because guys have scattered to the four corners. There's nothing you can really do. Guys right. are on different teams. It's just, it's just you bad You can't just luck. have a parade of like LeBron, AD, and THT. Well, I know they were trying a bunch of different ideas. Like they said, could you do a joint Dodgers-Lakers? Because remember, they won in the same mm-hmm. month, uh-huh. and that got shot down. What if you did... Um, because the Dodgers and the Lakers both have deals at Spectrum Sportsnet. Mm-hmm. What if you did a made-for-TV event at Spectrum? None of the players wanted to come back for that. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, half um, the guys are on different teams now. Well, and they're, they, like, after this, like, as I'm watching Clay and Steph, you know, pounding champagne on the on the buses, <laughs> they're all out of here after this. They're all going on vacation, sure, yeah. and they're heading out. They're, so you can't get this group back together again. I don't know if anybody has enjoyed a championship. And Aaron Donald seemed to enjoy his. Matthew Stafford, we saw, was a little wobbly at the moment. But Draymond is Draymond's having a good time. Thing. Yeah, the one thing that I, I was shocked by when I was able to ride on the, on the Laker bus, and there were like 12 of them, and I was just on one of them, is how we drove from here. We drove from the front of Staples Center down Figueroa to the Coliseum. So not that far, maybe a mile. 10 to 12 deep, both sides of the street, mm. the entire way. I would imagine north of 250,000 people. Really? Yeah, it was it was stunning. And you could tell by looking at the crowd, because I'm obviously at every Laker game, these were people that didn't get to go to a lot of Laker mm. games. These were people that... This was going to be their one chance to see Kobe in person, and they, you know, their mom got him out of school and took him down <laughs> there, great. and and uh, yeah, so it's a it's a really cool day. The two 